From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is, whoops, Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling for our Thursday, September 9th, uh, 7th, excuse me, year 2017. Uh, we're doing this really quick before Pat's Chiefs uh, tee off. Luke Morrow's with us. been a crazy week for everybody in Florida. We wish them and, every, and, and everybody in Irma's uh, path the best. So we're finally doing this now. Hello, sir. Good evening. Uh, we always forget to do a show before the Thursday opener, so here we are. But let's not start with this. Let's start with cheating. Um, so, yeah, you've been using Apple Watches to take advantage of my Yankees. What's up with that? <laughs> hey, whatever works to get in the first place. Uh, apparently it's a, a Boston thing. But, you know, stealing signs has uh, been around ever since baseball. And I think if a- Apple Watches existed in the 50s, they would be using them then instead of, you know, like binoculars or the guy in center field. But uh, I don't condone it. I know electronics are not allowed in the dugout, and so, you know, it's against the rules. I think they'll only get a slap, in the, from, uh, slap on the wrist from the league. But it's part of the game. They just elevated it to another level, um, which, of course, is not allowed. But, you know, every, I think every team does it to a certain extent. Have you, having worked now in minor league baseball forever, not that I expect you to tell me details, but just as somebody who's been in clubhouses and buses and planes and and seen this stuff up close, does it happen on a minor league level? Like, have you seen it with your eyes or heard about it with your ears? Honestly, no. It may very well be happening, uh, but just not to my knowledge. I've never heard people talk about it. Um, I haven't seen anything that, from my vantage point, thought something was going on, and certainly nothing like this where watches or anything are being used other than maybe, uh, you know, external signs on their own bodies to um, signal to uh, to teammates. So, no, uh, I haven't. I, you know, the only thing which isn't in, in the same class, but just when a pitcher is, is tipping his pitches or something like that, a giveaway for a batter or a pitcher, but never, I have never come across in my time at the minor league level any sort of scheme to steal signs or anything like that. Is 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 your season over? Yeah, we just ended up. Uh, we just ended on Sunday. Luke is obviously the voice of Stetson uh, football and men's basketball, and also the voice and the head of media relations for the Daytona Tortugas. Um, was this talked about last couple of days? Was this story talked about in the clubhouse? No, it really wasn't. Um, you know, at this time of year, at least, I think everyone was looking towards football I can tell you in the clubhouse uh, a lot of talk the last couple of weeks were just about fantasy football getting their teams ready and looking forward towards the season so football and then of course with the storm here this week um, in this area um, baseball unfortunately for the time being has taken a bit of a backseat yeah um, last thing did you ever see Tim Tebow I know you missed him in Daytona did you see him on the road yeah we played him on the road uh, he had the walk off home run against us that was my role um, so at least that helped get our name out in the news. And when we did play him, that was pretty early on in his FSL career. He was batting, you know, like close to 330, and then really cooled off and slumped and, and ended his uh, year at around like 215. So um, we saw a different Tebow then, and, and we got Tebowed ourselves. <laughs> What's your takeaway from that? Um, I remember saying at the time that, you know, at the time he was doing well. He was batting 330, and... As I've always said all along, and here's a guy who hadn't played since high school, so I think in the grand scheme of things for the Mets, there was a bit of a, a money grab and an attention grabber. Um, but at the same time, I think Tebow deserves some credit because 
it's tough to take anybody who hasn't played baseball at any competitive level in, what, like 11 years, throw them into the minor leagues, especially in the FSL, which is a pitcher-friendly league, and it's uh, more advanced than, you know, a rookie ball. And um, for him to be, at the time, doing as well as he had, it's very impressive. I mean, he was putting up better numbers than, uh, unfortunately, guys on our team at the time were, who, you know, were professionals and played their whole life. So, uh, you know, I give Tebow a lot of credit, even just to hit 212, whatever it was. That's still very impressive to me for somebody who hasn't played in 11 years. Most people can't do it. It takes a special kind of athlete. And so, you know, good for him. But I think at the end of the day, there, there's not much to it. He won't advance much further. And, uh, I guess we can all move on from it. Uh, all right. Uh, talking, talking to Luke Morrow, the Sunday Sprint returns uh, this Sunday. We'll give you details on that uh, on social media because I don't know what our timing is going to be with everything that's happening in Florida. So we'll deal with that off air and we'll let you know online. Obviously, you can see it when it's posted. Patch Chiefs tonight coming up uh, momentarily on the National Broadcasting Company um, channel and also on, on NFL Mobile for Verizon customers and Westwood won. Um, for me, I'm not a believer in Alex Smith. I've seen people have this Chiefs team in the in the Super Bowl. I don't see it. I think this Pats team has a chance to go 14-2. and two. I think even with all these injuries, they're fine. The AFC is a joke how weak it is. And I think that this is a cruise control for the Pats back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree with most of that. I've always jumped, you know, I've been on the Chiefs bandwagon since Alex Smith and Andy Reid have gotten there. I think they've always been an underrated team. You've been and, saying that since we first started doing this show, which always astounds me, as you know. <laughs> but with all that said, and I'm a, I'm a big Alex Smith supporter, but he can only take a team so far. And I think that Mahomes will start to push him sooner than the Chiefs hope for that starting job. Maybe not by the end of this year, but I think by next year, Smith will be out of a job once again like Kaepernick did to him in San Francisco. So uh, Kansas City, I think, will have an interesting dynamic at quarterback this year because they have a kid who looks really good behind Smith, and at any time of uh, any sign of struggle, they'll immediately bring up that whole quarterback controversy, uh, what the Chiefs should do, despite Smith winning double-digit games in three of his four years with the Chiefs. I think they'll keep it close tonight. I know the Patriots are something like 10-point favorites, which yep. is ridiculous. Nine. Nine, okay. The Patriots, I think it's close to a 100% win for them. No way do they lose this game at home to start the year, but I think the Chiefs will keep it close tonight. They'll be one of the better teams in the AFC, but like you said, I mean, that's, that's the Patriots conference. Who do you like defensively for them? What is the Who is the guy that's going to make a name defensively for the Chiefs? That's the question that I keep having. I, I can't figure out how the Chiefs, if they end up in shootouts, or, or, or sorry, if they end up in um, low-scoring games because Alex Smith can't get the offense going, uh, how they're going to win this game or, or, or any game. Yeah, well, I mean, they still have Eric Berry in the secondary. I'm not yeah. sure if he's still as, as good as he uh, once was, but I mean that's that's the way that, that this team has been uh, has been built, um, especially with Alex Smith, where they're not necessarily designed to to win shootouts. They get creative on offense. Tyreek Hill is a, you know he could be a fun player to watch do a lot of different things, and defensively try to hold the uh, opposition to around twenty points and and squeak out victories because they certainly don't light up the scoreboard. Smith is more of a game manager, but. Um, you know, that's what that's what they're built on. And so now, good luck to start the year against Tom Brady and the Patriots who have had uh, extra time to prepare for this game compared to others throughout the year. And even without Edelman, the amount of weapons that I think Brady and Belichick have uh, offensively, 
are just too much to account for, even for the Chiefs. And and I'm looking right now at the um, at the um, Chiefs defense. Yeah, Justin Houston is a nice player. Derek Johnson is a nice player. Marcus Peters and Barry make up a nice you know secondary. But there's nobody there that goes, oh my God, this guy's amazing. And that's that's the thing. Every defense in the National Football League in, a, in an offense-driven uh, league needs somebody that can step up there and, and make a play when you have to. I don't see it with this team. Yeah, but I think overall, you know, as a defense as a whole, um, it's a very sound. That is true. They led the league in turnovers last year. You know, only averaged to allow 19 points per game. So um, the defense can, can get the job done. It's what helped them get to the playoffs because it certainly – wasn't Alex Smith who took him there by himself. Um, it, it'll be fascinating to see how this all shakes out um, as the season goes on in a conference that, and, and the reason why we're talking about this so much is that there's just nobody obvious um, when it comes to the Chiefs. Uh, uh, sorry, when it comes to the AFC, I think that can make a run. If you look at, Luke, the AFC, Beyond the Pats, um, you look at, obviously, Pittsburgh. I, I think we're looking at that. The Texans think they're better. The Titans think they're better. The Colts don't have Andrew Luck. The Raiders, obviously, a lot of people think, um, I, and myself included, I, I think that we're headed towards a Pats-Raiders AFC Championship game, but some people think they're due for a letdown the same way a lot of people think the Cowboys are due for a letdown. It's a division, uh, sorry, a conference in flux. Yeah, you name the teams that I would uh, put on a list to have any chance in the AFC. And it's just going to come down to the AFC Championship because, you know, the Patriots will be there. And we'll see who's the other team that can represent the conference and try to upset New England, most likely in New England, which is very tough to do that time of year. But uh, I'll be interested to see if the Raiders have that opportunity. I think they're the team with the best chance, maybe the only chance in the AFC. Don't think the Chiefs can do it. Don't think the Steelers can. Well, those are the two uh, other top teams in that conference. The only other one is, is the Texans, because if they're as good as they were last year, I mean, they should have won that game in New England last year. Brock Osweiler was a halfway decent quarterback. He had four turnovers himself. The defense did an excellent job on Brady and an offense. And it was, a, if I remember correctly, a four-point game, I want to say, heading into the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was just an aptitude. Two interceptions in the fourth quarter. So if they're better at the quarterback position this year while the defense is just as good last year, maybe Houston could be a team that, that could do it the I don't think the Steelers' defense is good enough, and we'll see tonight with the Chiefs, but I'm not sure their defense is good enough, or quarterback, to go into New England and beat uh, the Patriots in the AFC Conference uh, title. Uh, we shall see as time goes on, and um, we now look forward to actual games being played and these questions being answered. Luke, uh, did you watch Justin Thomas win the Dell Technologies Championship on Monday? I did not. I was enjoying my Labor Day on the beach. Oh, okay. How sad. You missed greatness. Uh, that's Luke Mora. We'll see him on Sunday. Stay safe, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's uh, teeing, uh, That's a very quick abbreviated teeing it up. We'll see you Sunday for the season premiere of, the, of Teeing It Up Presents, the Sunday Sprint. Good night, everybody. Enjoy the game.